the commands of the apostles. 12. Be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. As the church expanded and the hub of its missionary outreach shifted north to cosmopolitan Antioch, one church leader remained in Jerusalem. That man was James, the Lord's brother. He was viewed as an apostle and eventually came to be considered head of the Jerusalem church at the highest level of leadership with Peter himself. When a major council was held, Acts 15, to discuss the question whether adherence to Jewish law was required for Gentile converts, it was James who presided over the meeting of church leaders. It was also James who rendered the final decision. Appropriately, then, the first surviving document from those early days of the church is the letter of James. Some scholars believe that the letter was actually written down in the late 40s as a composite from several of James' spoken sermons, and then compiled into a single document which was sent around to the churches. Because James is found near the end of the New Testament, its historical and spiritual importance is often overlooked. Not theological enough to suit his tastes, Martin Luther called it an epistle of straw. Luther went so far as to omit James from his edition of the New Testament. But is James really a lightweight document? How might we value it if it appeared in its proper historical sequence as the first of the epistles right after Acts? A prayerful reading brings a much different perspective into focus. Indeed, the clarion message from James' mouth may provide the clearest articulation of the practicality of the gospel since Jesus' own parables. We should hardly be surprised, after initial doubts, that Jesus' own brother should know his heart as well as any other. How fitting that James and Peter were the church's first two leaders. They knew Jesus with an intimacy we can scarcely fathom. The marvelous down-to-earth practicality of this wonderful letter reveals that James learned from his brother well. The Gospels are entirely practical. Everything in Jesus' teaching always focuses the do with pinpoint and personal precision. Every word that fell from Jesus' lips reduced in the end to nothing more nor less than what was to be done. After the parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus' words are unmistakable. Go and do the same. Concluding the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man. James takes up this same theme. It resounds through every word of his letter. He will leave theology to Paul. Using practical examples and succinct language, James focuses his hearers instead on what it means to live practically as a Christian. It is the daily down-to-earth life of one who dwells in the home of obedience to the commands of his brother. James' single message is summed up simply, Do the Word. 
All religions are full of hearers. Christianity is full of hearers. The first century church was full of hearers. The hills where Jesus preached were full of hearers. Jerusalem, during the last week of Jesus' life, was full of hearers. Your church every Sunday is full of hearers. All around us are hearers. Hearing is easy. Who are the doers? No ten words so succinctly capture the essence of practical Christian living and the essence of the gospel of Jesus Christ as the words, Be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. These ten words represent James' signature tune, the single command upon which his entire message is founded. Everything else he says proceeds out of this. Do the Word. Doing the Word implies more than simply absorbing the teaching. It is doing what Jesus said. Obey the Lord's commands. John lifts the word, Logos, to an even more exalted level by calling Jesus himself the Word. If we may phrase it thus and elevate James' command into this same lofty realm, the Lord's brother is commanding us, Be a doer of Jesus. Do as Jesus did. Do Jesus. Be doers of the word, not hearers only. Do not deceive yourselves. One who is a hearer of the word and not a doer is like a man who looks in the mirror and quickly forgets what he has seen. Do not pretend to have faith without works. James chapter 1, verses 22 and 23 through 24. Chapter 2, verse 17. Do not merely love in word and speech, but in deed and in truth. 1 John 3.18 From the Commands of the Apostles Written by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.